Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Chav Dalid. We are holding on daf Chav Gimel Amid Beis at the Mishnah on the bottom of Chav Gimel Amid Beis. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children, Ali Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha Le Shalom. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should all return home safely. Also by Charlie Gershbaum in memory of Dr. Joseph Gershbaum, Rav Shmuel Yosef Ben we thank all the sponsors very much for these sponsorships. So the Mishnah on the bottom of Chav Gimlam Beis is going to talk about what it takes for an animal to become a muad, and then what it takes for the animal to go back to being a tam. Meaning we know certainly that an animal starts off as a tam, but how does an animal go back to becoming a tam after it had already become a muad? The Gemara is going to explain the machlokas in our Mishnah, whether an animal can become a muad in one day, or it takes three days to become a muad and, and the similar machlokas about going back to being a tam can that happen in one day or does that take three days so we can explain what's behind each shita and then the Gemara is going to deal with how to paskin on each of those questions then the sugya is going to discuss the biggest sugya on the daf is yiude tura o yiude gavra how do we understand the concept of muad is it that the animal is a muad to be dangerous or that the bailim is a muad to not be shomer's animal properly. So Gemara is going to explain what the nafkamin is between those possibilities and we're going to try to have a raya uh, whether it's Yehudei Tura or Yehudei Gavra. Then the Gemara is going to discuss what happens if I take your dog and I uh, rile up your dog and get it to bite somebody else and to damage somebody else. So am I chayiv? Are you chayiv? Because it's your dog and uh, and your dog is the one that uh, that did the damage. So that's going to be a discussion. Uh, what what uh, is is the Baal Kelev obligated to pay when someone else prompts the dog to uh, to do damage? Then the Mishnah on the bottom of Amid Beis, we'll see if we get to it, that goes over to Amid Aleph, has a machlokas whether Keren Birushos Hanizik pays Chatzin Nezek, just like Birushos Rabim, or pays Nezek Shalem, because Birushos uh, Hanizik is always worse than in uh, Rishos HaRabim. So we have a Machlokas Tanaim, which we've already discussed, but now this is the Mishnah where that Machlokas appears, and it's going to turn out that the whole Machlokas is about how to apply the principle of Dayo when it comes to a Kalvachomer. So let's begin with the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf, Chaf Gimel Amr So it says the Mishnah, Ezu Tam, how does a Shor that had already become a Muad go back to being a Tam? Meaning, Muka Yosef points out, the idea that an animal is a Tam Mitchilaso, I don't need a Tana to explain. That's a Dover Pashut, that every animal that's born is born presumed to be a Tam. From the Lashon of Ezehu, it sounds that it's Pashut to the Tana, that it's possible for a Muad to become a Tam. Meaning, I would have argued, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe, uh, you know, a zebra doesn't change its stripes. Is that the expression? Right? That once the Shar is a Muad, it's a Muad, and that's it. So the, you can't, uh, it's a dangerous animal, and you gotta, uh, you gotta lock it up. There's nothing, uh, there's nothing that could be that could be done. So the, from the, 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 uh, the, the Achronim point out, that from the word Ezehu, it sounds like it's Pashut, that it can be, uh, that it can be Chose Tamuso, and it's Meduyuk in the Lashon of the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says, O Noda Kishar Nagahu. If it would have said Ve'im Shor Nagahu, that would imply that uh, it being a Muad is a, is a matter of Metzius, that any time it gores three times, so by definition it's a Muad. O Noda means that there's something else to still discover. 
time that you can have an animal that gored three times, but there's still something else I need to know because there's a possibility that even though in the past it's gored three times, it's been choser letamuso. So that's why we work with the assumption that it can be choser letamuso. So that's ezutam ve'ezamur. And how does an animal become a shormur to begin with? So we start with muad muad kol if uh, they testify, two witnesses testify on three different negichos that happened on three different days, and is 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 what establishes an animal as a as a muad. The Muka Yosef points out. They're, they're consecutive one after the other, then the animal's a muad for kolayamim, meaning it was on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, that the animal gored once each day. Then uh, it's a muad for kolayam. But there is such a possibility of an animal only being muad for certain days. We're going to see later that there's a possibility of an animal that's muad for Shabbos, that it only gores on Shabbos, and it doesn't gore during the rest of the week. But uh, whatever the pattern is, that if it's three times, that's what establishes the animal as a muad. Vitam, and it goes back to being a tam. When it doesn't gore three days in a row by seeing other oxen and not doing anything and behaving itself. So if on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday the animal gored another ox, one each day, and then on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday it saw plenty of other oxen and did nothing, now the animal goes back to being a tam, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir Omer, Muad says, Muad, first of all, is not three days, it's three times. That if the animal gored three times, even if it all happened on one day, it will become a Muad. So that's point one that he disagrees with. And as far as going back to being a tam, he disagrees with that as well. Tam If children <coughs> are messing with the animal, are playing with the animal, and the animal still doesn't gore and stays stays put, that's enough to establish that it's a tam. Even one time, it sounds like it doesn't have to happen uh, three times. So uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the Rambam, Pirusha Mishnayis, explains that it, what it means is, is that it's not nogeach the tinokos, that it doesn't bother the children. So it's just a little bit troubling because normally an animal has natural fear of human beings. So just because it's a muad to be to, to gore other animals does not necessarily make it a muad to gore human beings. So how is the the fact that it didn't uh, gore the children a raya that it's not a muad to gore other shavarim? So he says uh, since over here they're taunting it and they're messing with it and they're bothering it, so that would uh, that would even the score a little bit. That would uh, make up for the difference between an animal's fear level of human beings versus other shvarim. The Rabbeinu Yehonah son is quoted in Shittim says that that's where Rameir Dafka says tinokos because even though animals fear human beings they're typically not so afraid of little children, and therefore that's what evens it out, that the fear that an animal would have of other oxen would be the same as the fear it would have of children. Of adults, it would have a much greater fear. However, Tosos Rabbeinu Peret says, no, we're misunderstanding the whole thing. It's not about the fact that the animal doesn't gore the children, it's about the fact that the animal doesn't gore other oxen after the children rile it all up. The children are banging it on its head and you know causing it to get all wild and crazy, and then it sees another ox and it doesn't do anything. That's the point. Of course, not going to gore the children. It's, fe- it's fearful of human beings. There is a machlokser rishonim within the sheet of Rameir about chazar l'shlosh yamin. I mean, Rameir said, I disagree about what it takes to make a muad. A muad could happen all in one day. I also disagree how it could be go, go back to being a tam. It could go back to being a tam just by kids messing with it. Does Rameir also say that it could go back to being a tam by having three days of it not goring? So Tosis writes, of course Rameir's modus rabbi that if it three days without goring for sure would make it a tam. He's just being mosif 
that there's an easier way for it to go back to being a tam. If kids play with it and it doesn't do anything. The Rambam in the Pirush HaMishnayis uh, and also in Hilchus Niskei Mamon, Paragvav HaLachazayin holds that a, a muad is not chozer unless tinokos or mashmashin bo. Meaning, shalosh pamim biyomechad, even according to uh, Tosos, is not chozer tamus according to Rameir. And certainly b'shlosh yamim is not going to be chozer according to, uh, to Rameir. So Muka Yosef writes that from the fact that Rameir doesn't mention that it needs three times, it sounds like just one time of Tinoko's Mashbo is enough for it to go back to being a Tam. And that idea of Chazarul Tamuso through the, the children playing with it, it Luchora doesn't have any makar in the Torah. Uh, meaning the Gemara is going to show what the makar is for the idea of three times, but the idea that it's Chazarul Tamuso with just one time. So it must be that it's a Svara that he said that Pimitsius, we see that it's a very calm animal at this point, that it's not doing anything even though the kids are taunting it. So it's just a, uh, a Svara rather than a pasuk, which is not so unusual. Sometimes a svara is even stronger than a pasuk. Sometimes the Gemara says, Lamalikra, svarahu. So the, this is a Rabbi Meir's svara. Anyways, now the Gemara says, My time is Rabbi Yuda. What's the base of Rabbi Yuda that it takes three days for an animal to become muah? That it has to go on three separate days. So I'm Rabbi Abaye says, Rabbi Yuda learns it from a pasuk. It says by the Shara Muad, Ono da kishor nagachu mitmol shulshom velo yishmerenu ba'alav. So we darshan Tmol chad. The word tmol implies one day. Mitmol, the extra mem in the word mitmol, tells me tray, that it's got to be a second day. Shilshom tlasa, that's a third day of it misbehaving. And then, if on a subsequent time, the Bailim doesn't watch it pr- properly and it goes and does damage, so that's already going to pay Nezik Shalim, that's already in Muad on the fourth time. Rava, Amarava says, no, the basis of Rabbi Yudah is the following. Tmol mitmol chad. You can't make two separate drushes from the word mitmol. The extra, it's not an extra man. The word is mitmol, and therefore you can only learn one time. Shilshom tre. Shilshom tells me a second negicha. Velo yishmerenu ha'idna chayiv. And lo yishmerenu is the third time, and therefore you have to pay nezek shalem on the third time, after the third time. So the way Rashi understands is that you pay Nezik Shalim on the third Negicha. So it's a huge nafkamina la'alacha between the way uh, Abaye learns uh, Shittas Rabbi Yudah and the way Rava learns Shittas Rabbi Yudah. That Abaye learns Shittas Rabbi Yudah is you're only going to pay Nezik Shalim on the fourth time because we had three times and then whereas Rava learns that you're going to pay Nezik Shalim even on the third time because uh, is uh, already the time that you're going to be Chayiv. Tosos, uh, however, says no. Everyone, everyone agrees you only pay Nezek Shalim on the fourth time and, and on, but not on the third time. The Machlokas is only had to touch up the Pasuk. The Rabbi says from the fact that it says Velo Yishmerenu, that's going on the Negicha Revius where you're ultimately going to pay the Nezek Shalim. And Rava says that no, Lo Yishmerenu is going on the third Negicha where it now earns the status of Muad so that for the future it will pay Nezek Shalim, but not that on this time it's going to pay Nezek Shalim. Ah, the words don't sound so much like that because it says ha'idna chayiv. Ha'idna implies this time, right now, you're going to be chayiv. So Tulsa says it means right now it becomes a muad that's in the category of chayiv. So that next time when it does damage, it will actually be chayiv. But all that's explaining shitas Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbi Yehuda says it takes three days to become a muad. So Abaye Rabbi, they explain where Rabbi Yehuda gets it from the pasuk. For Rabbi Meir, 
Rameir holds that it could happen all in one day that an animal could become a mord my taima. Titania, Amr Rabbi Meir, Rameir says, well, I agree with your drushas. However, you want to understand the Bain Labai, Bain Rava. But is that, that, so the Torah tells me that it could become a mord on three separate days. So, Richik Nigichosel Chayev, Kirim Nigichosel Lokolshkein. And therefore, I apply a Kalvachomer. If an animal can be considered to be dangerous, if it only gores once a day for three days, so if it gores three times in one day, that's a really crazy animal. That's even more so that it's a dangerous animal. And therefore, it's a Kalvachomer. So, Amrulay, so uh, the Chacham said back to Rabbi Meir, is that such a Kalvachomer? Is that true? Anytime something takes a stretch of time for it to establish a pattern, do we assume that the pattern is for sure established in a shorter amount of time when, uh, when it does it repeatedly in a shorter amount of time? Zava Tochiach will bring a Raya from a Zava. The Allah is that if a woman sees a flow of dam, so if a woman sees a flow of dam on her regular cycle, she's not a Zava at all, she's a Nida. But there are 11 days within each cycle that are the Yud Aleph Yom Shebein Nida Lenida, 11 days during which if she bleeds, she does not become a Nida. It's a regular Riyaz Dam that comes from the uterus, but it's not a, It's not called Nida, it's called Zava. And the rules of Zava are entirely different than the rules of Nida. If a woman bleeds on her regular cycle and becomes a Nida, she's tummy for seven days total, seven days total, even if she bleeds for six of those days or for all seven of those days. As long as she finishes bleeding by the end of it, she goes to the mikveh that night and she's tahora. But if a woman bleeds during the Yemei Ziva, then it depends how long the bleeding lasted. If it lasted for just one day, she goes to the mikveh the next day, she's a Zava Katana, not a real Zava, just a Zava Katana, goes to the mikveh the next day and she's tahora. If she bleeds for two days, she goes to the mikveh the next day and she's tahora. But if she bleeds for three consecutive days, then she's a Zava Gadola and she's going to require Shiva Nikiyim. Then she's a real Zava that needs seven consecutive clean days before she's able to go to the mikveh. Now, what would happen if a woman were to bleed three times in one day? She's not a Zava Gadola. She's only a Zava Katana. Next day, if she doesn't bleed, she goes to the mikveh during the daytime and she's Tahora. So you see that even though Rechek Seha, she's Temea, Kirev Seha, she's not Temea. So you see that the Kalvachomer that uh, Rabbi Meir wanted to suggest is incorrect. Samlan Rameir says, nah, you can't bring me a raya from Zava. Hareyu Omer, because the Pasuk says about a Zav who sees three times. Zav, it's not blood, it's that he has, but it's also not Shikhvazera. It's some sort of disease of something that, uh, that, that, that uh, he secretes from his body. Vizos tia tumaso bizovo. And it says Vizos, which sounds like it's a mute. That Tala Kosovas has Zav berios, that's a Zav abiyamim. That a Zav becomes a Zav who's going to need Shivanakim if it happens three three times on and Shivan Nikim and a carbon. If it happens three times even on the same day, no matter how many uh, it, it, no matter no matter how many days it happened on, even if it's all on the same day it becomes a, uh, a Zav. Whereas a Zava is only going to be if it's multiple days. So from the fact that we make this distinction between a Zav and a Zava, you see that the basis for requiring uh, Tumas Shiva by a Zava is not because of a Chazaka. It's not because oh we see a Chazaka that she will continue to bleed or anything like that. It's just so you can't learn from there to a Sharamuad where the whole thing is about it's a Chazaka that we now know that this is a dangerous animal it's not that when a woman bleeds for three days in a row now we're convinced she's going to bleed forever that it's a Chazaka that she's going to no of course not it's that uh, there's a Gezeris HaKasav that that's, uh, that's, what, that's what's uh, Metameher but less than that is not going to be 
is not going to be uh, mitameher. There is a machlokas whether uh, whether Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with the entire kalbachomer, meaning uh, with the, uh, uh, there's machlokas we shown him is Rabbi Yehuda trying to say, and therefore you can't make any such kalbachomer from richek to kirev entirely, or is he just trying to say that you can't bring a raya to, uh, to, to from uh, from from this uh, from the, from this case? The chachamim are being mochiach from a zava that you don't say a kalbachomer the way the way Tosan says and the Rashban says that you don't say Kalvachomer from Richek to Kirev. Even though Mitzara Svara, the Kalvachomer is correct, both by Zava and by Yasharamur, and Rameir is Doch, and he says, you can't bring a Raya from Zava because over there it's not based on uh, on being Muxak. And, uh, and 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 his raya and, and and he shows that it's not based on being muksak from the fact that we distinguish between a zav and a zava. So uh, so so that, that the the, uh, the however the others explain Tosrid and others explain that Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with the Iker kalvachomer of the Rabbi Meir and he also kiriv nigichosav is no better than richek nigichosav. That which he says zava tochiach he means that from zava who does not become tami with sholosh rios biyomechad we can be mochiach. That there is no uh, there is no benefit to kirei hamaoraos more than riche hamaoraos. That if the event happens in, uh, in 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 close proximity to each other, that's not stronger than when it happens uh, further apart from each other. And Rameir responds that uh, the pasuk is mimayit vizos that a zav is not metami brios. So uh, you see from there that uh, it's mitzad gzeres hakasuv. But when there is no gzeres hakasuv, then in achinami the kirei uh, the 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 the, uh, the the proximity of the things uh, of things actually matter. This is very relevant in halacha because that's what the Torah quotes Ashita that when it comes to establishing a pattern to saying Masha Baruch Geshem that uh, we know within the first thirty days after Shmini uh, Atzeres if a person is not sure whether he said Masha Baruch Geshem you have to assume he didn't because you have to assume that he's stuck with his old habit and the new habit is built over the course of thirty days. So that's what the Torah quotes that some Rishonim understand. Yeah, but if you just say Masha Baruch Geshem ninety times, if you said 30 days, it's approximately 90 Shmonesres, so if you just say it 90 times, you just practice saying it 90 times, in one day you could change your whole Chazaka, you could change, uh, and then you're not going to have to repeat uh, Shmonesres. That's when in some shuls, on Simchas Torah, when they dance, they uh, they sing the whole bracha with Masha Baruch Marad HaGashem, Rabbi Willich, they, they do that so that they'll avoid any Sveikos later on, because Rechek Nigichosav is a more so Kirv Nigichosav Lokal Shkein, Rechek Masha Baruch Marad HaGashem over 30 days changes your habit so kirev uh, all the more so is going to change your habit okay so ask the Gemara how do I know that the word vizos comes to exclude a zava from reios meaning that if a zava sees three times in one day that she's not a zava maybe it's coming to tell me that if a male zav sees on three consecutive days that he does not become a zav so Amar Krah the Pasuk says the Pasuk itself links the dinam of Zachar to the dinam of Nekeva. So, man Nekeva biyamim, av Zachar biyamim. If a Nekeva becomes a Zavah Gedola over the course of three days, then it must be that a man could also become a Zav over the course of three days. So, says Mariya, yeah, but by the same token, Velakish Nekeva lezachar, ma Zachar Bereios, af Nekeva Bereios. Why don't we say that if a man could become a Zav in one day, that a woman should also be able to become a Zavah Gedola in one day? Says Mar, no, because Hamiyat Rachman Vizos. We have a meal that says Vizos that tells me that not everything that applies in, uh, in, uh, to, a, to a man applies to a woman. So says Marak Banumari Isa, how do I know which way to make that limud? Meaning, there are two limudim in the Pasuk. One limud that says, equate the dinam of man with the dinam of woman. And another limud 
that says, no, there's something different about them. Right? So how do I know that what the, where I equate them is if they see on three consecutive days? And what's different is if they see on the same day. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe if they see on the same day three times, they both become Tame. But if they see on three consecutive days, then only a woman becomes Tame and not a man. So how do you know which direction to go? So it says more, It's most mistaver that the word Vizos appears in the Pasuk that's talking about Reios of Azav. So Reios. It therefore excludes um, Azav. Zava from Reios. A pasuk that's talking about Reios is going to be Mema'it Yamim is going to tell me that if it ha- it's stretched over three days, that a Zav is not going to be Tame. No, if a Zav sees over three days, he's going to be Tame Lazachar just like a Nekeva. The word Vizos tells me that a Nekeva will not be Tame if she sees three times in one day. Okay, so now we have Machlokas Tanaim had a Paskin. Tanarabanan. Ezumur. What is Mur? Remember, we had two Machlokas in the Mishnah. Um, how long does it take to become a muad, and what does it take to not be a muad? So a muad is if it was three days. That is shitas Rabbi Yehuda v'tam and uh, it becomes a tam by one time, children messing with it and not doing anything. That's Shittas Rabbi Meir, Div Rabbi Yossi. So we see Rabbi Yossi, Paskins like Rabbi Yehuda and how to become a muad, and like Rabbi Meir and how to go back to being a tam. Rabbi Shimon Omer, muad called Shidubo Shalosh Pa'amim. A muad is that it happens three times even on one day. That's Rabbi Meir. It only takes three days for becoming a tam. That's Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Shimon Paskins like Rabbi Meir about becoming a muad and Rabbi Yehuda about becoming a tam, so they mix and match the shitos. So how do we paskin? We paskin like Rabbi Yehuda about what it takes to be a muad, that it takes three days, since that's shitas Rabbi Yosi. And we paskin like Rabbi Meir about what it takes for an animal to go back being a tam, that it could happen in one day. Because Rabbi Yosi is moded to that, and we always want to paskin like. Rabbi Yossi. Tosus points out he could have just said Halacha Krabiosi, but he Dafka wanted to use the names of the Tanaim in the Mishnah. So uh, in passing the Halacha, he identifies the Tanaim in the Mishnah that hold each Shita, but really it's just straight up passing like Rabbi Yossi. So I'm like Rabbi Nachman, why would you assume that we're passing like Rabbi Yossi, meaning the Gemara is assuming that he was Machria that way because it's a Rabbim against the Yachid? Why not just say that we pass like Rabbi Meir Bimuad, Shai Rabbi Shimon because he has Rabbi Shimon on his team. And we pass on Rabbi Yehuda about what it takes to become a Tam, that it takes three days, because Rabbi Shimon agrees to him. I mean, just because Rabbi Yossi agrees to you, it means you're right. Maybe when Rabbi Shimon agrees to you, you're right. Rabbi Shimon is pretty great too. So Amalei, Rabbi said, yeah, Rabbi Shimon is pretty great, but there's a Klal in Halacha. Because there's a Klal in Halacha that Rabbi Yossi always has the most logical uh, raya, and therefore there's a klal to paskin like Rabbi Yossi. There is a machlokas rishonim, how strong is that klal? When we say Rabbi Yossi nimuko imo, and therefore we paskin like Rabbi Yossi, is that even when he's against the rabbin, or is that only when it's a one against one machlokas? That if you're not sure, Rabbi Yossi or Rabbi Shimon, okay, you'll go like Rabbi Yossi. But when it's Rabbi Yossi against the rabbin, halacha karabim against the yachid, will override Rabbi Yossi nimuko imo. So that's a machlokas in, uh, in the rishonim. The achronim will point out 
out over here that that's what's really going on in the, in, in the Gemara over here. That uh, that the Chiddush of saying that we pass him like Rabbi Yossi is that even though he has multiple Tanayim against him, and why do we still pass him like him if he has multiple Tanayim against him? Because he's got another Tana on his team also in each uh, in each case. So it turns out to be an even Machlokas, and therefore the Machria is that Rabbi Yossi Nimukarimo. That works if you assume that Rabbi Yossi uh, is uh, that we only pass him like Rabbi Yossi when it's an even Machlokas, but when it's against the Rabbim, we would not pass him like uh, Rabbi Yossi. So now it says Gemara Nu Shaila Ibayilu Shloshiyam when it says three days, it takes three days for an animal to become muad. Liude Torah, does that mean that it makes the shor into a muad? That in three days it is now muksak as a dangerous animal? Or is it that it makes the bal hashar into a muad? In that he is now muksak not to watch over his animal properly. So the main nafkamina, what will be nafkamina? Who the muadus is about? What if three groups of Edim all came on one day and they were made about three separate nigichos that that shor did on three separate days? Meaning the shor gored on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. But this guy found out about it all at once when three groups of witnesses said uh, three different things. I saw him gore on Sunday, I saw him gore on Monday, I saw him gore on Tuesday. If the three days are to establish that this shor is dangerous, they've now established that because we know that over three days he gored once each day. But if it's about uh, making the Gavra into Muad, this is his first warning. So we don't know that he's uh, been ignoring warnings about watching his Shar. Meimar Amar, the Baal Hashar could say, It's only right now that they warned me, these three groups warned me to watch my, my Shar. And the Torah says that uh, you have to warn him on three separate days. So my, so what would the Allah be? So Tashima says, we will bring a Raya. It's the only Raya we bring. That the Brisa tells us a Shar will only be a Muad if they testify about him in front of the owner of the Shar and in front of Beisdin. If they were made in front of Beisdin but not in front of the Bailim, or it only becomes a Muad if you are made in front of Beisdin and the Bailim, which is a repeat of the phrase that the Brisa started with. The uh, Yosef says that it's teaching us that even though by other uh, eduyos uh, there are ways that you can be makabal edim shalobifnei baldin, like if the baldin is a zakin or a chola, or uh, the you know uh, he they sent him to they sent a message he should come to Beisdin and he ignored the subpoena to court he didn't come so we, then we could accept edu shalobifnei baldin not so when it comes to a shor when it comes to the the uh, his shor being a muad it can only work there's no excuses it can only work bifnei baldin that's why we repeat the idea that it's got to be bifnei the bailim it's got to be bifnei the Beisdin and bifnei the bailim so the brisa tells us a few other halachos. He do shnayim b'rishonov, two edim are made on the first negicha, u'shnayim b'shniya, and two edim are made on the second negicha, u'shnayim b'shlishis, and two edim on the third negicha, and through those three eduyos he becomes a muad, harikan shalosh eduyos. In a certain sense, they're considered three separate eduyos, that if one of them becomes possible, the other eduyos still stand, and therefore, vein edus achas la'azama. They're considered one edus as far as hazama, that if the edus of the first negicha is batel by nimtzeis kas rishonov by the first group 
being found to be Edim Zomimin, so now you don't have enough Eduyos to make him a Muad. The other Eduyos are not Batel, Harekan Shtei Eduyos. Each one of them is Mechaev Chatzinezek on each of the other two Eduyos. Vuhu Pater. But he doesn't have to pay Nezek Shalim on the last Negicha. Vehein Peturim. And the Edim of the first Negicha are Pater from paying uh, the from paying what they tried to be Mechaev him, the additional Chatzinezek, the last Chatzinezek on the last Negicha, because he did not become Muad um, uh, 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 through their Edus alone. He would not have become a Muad. It was only through the Tziruf of the three groups together that he would have become a Muad. So since as far as Zomimin they're considered to be one Edus, if only the first group became Edim Zomimin, that first group is not going to have to pay the extra Chatzinezek that they tried to be Mechaifim because only they were be, they were made into Zomimin, not the others. Nimtzeh's Kashniya Zomemes, if also the second group became uh, Zomimin, so it doesn't passel all the other Eduyos, Harekan Edus Achas. You still have one Edus, you still have the third group that was made about the Negicha, so he's got to pay Chatzinezek for that. Vuhu Pater, he doesn't have to pay Nezek Shalem on the last Negicha. Vehein Peturim, the second group does not have to pay the Chatzinezek of Moadus on the third Negicha that they were trying to be of him because they were not yet all Huzan. But Nimtzeh's Kashlish is Zomemes, if all three groups now become Zomemin, Kulan Chayavin, all three groups of Edim are going to have to pay among the three of them the extra Chatzinezek of Muadus that they wanted to cost him on that third Negicha. And that's where we apply So again, three groups of Edim, they all come and say about a separate Negicha, and then it turns out they're all Zomemin, so obviously each of the three groups is going to have to pay the Chatzinezek that they tried to be Mechayev to their Negicha, and then they all have to chip in and pay the extra Chatzinezek to, to make up for Nezek Shalim on the third Negicha, because they were all contributing to that third Negicha. So what does this have to do with the Yudei Torah, Yudei Gavra? So yeah, with the Yudei Torah Shapir, if the whole idea is that it, it, it's just to demonstrate that the animal is dangerous, so I understand why the uh, the first groups are chayiv to pay uh, the, the, toward the muadus that they uh, that they generated, because the Bryce could be talking about where the niz, the third Nezek brought all three of these groups of Edom to Beisdin in order to Testify in order to get his Nezek Shalim payment, because uh, and that would be enough to establish Muadus. Because uh, even though they're all coming at once, that's fine. They, they, it's only to to, uh, to verify that the animal is dangerous. So they can all come at once to verify that the animal is dangerous. Eliam the gavra. But if the whole idea is to be miyay the gavra, so it needs to happen separately. That the edus of the first edus has to happen, and then the animal goes again. Then the second edus has to happen. Then the animal goes again. Then the third edus has to happen. If that's the only way it works, Why would the first group of edim have to pay toward the nezek shalem? When they become Edim Zomimin, toward the Nezek Shalim of the third time, let, let the first group of Edim say, We had no idea that tomorrow another group of Edim was going to come, and the next day another group of Edim was going to come. Why do we have to? We were trying to be Mechaevim Chatzi Nezek. We had nothing to do with Nezek Shalim on the third time. We had no idea that was even going to happen if it's all about Yude Gavra. Because again, if it's all about Yude Gavra, they, they have to have come separately. If it's about Yude Tura, they could have all come together, and if they all came together, so then uh, it's possible, then, then they were all aware what they were coming there to do, that they were all aware that they were coming to make him a muad. So Ravashi, we said this raya over to Ravkana, and he said, I'm not so sure that this price will work so well, even if it's liu de tura. Uliu de tura minicha, does it work out so well if the whole thing is about making the shar a muad? How can you be mechaev 
the last group, uh, part of the Chatsi Nezgumadus, why can't the last group say, How are we supposed to know that all the other groups of Aden that are standing here in Bezdim, in Bezdim were being made about this shar that occurred? Meaning, just because we all came at the same time, uh, we weren't together, we, we were each testifying about a separate event. So we were coming to testify about what we're testifying about, about a Chatsi Nezek. We didn't know that there were other Aden that are being Mayid that had also gored uh, previously. How would we know that? Um, the 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 Gemara Dafka says the third group could tie that. The Rashi points out the first two groups can't tie that because if the third nizik is the one that's bringing them to Bezdin and saying, "I want you to testify about what the animal did yesterday to someone else's shark why do you want me to testify about what the animal did to someone else's shar and not to uh, your shar? What do you have to do? Oh, it must be you're trying to establish muavus. Uh, if you're trying to establish, that's why you need my testimony. But the third group, he's coming in and telling them, I want you to testify what the animal did to my shar. So they don't know that it's about establishing muadus. As far as they're concerned, they're just coming to testify about a chatzinezek. They're just testifying that the animal court. First two groups can't say that because if they're being brought by the nizik hashlishi, what does it have to do with the nizik hashlishi? They're testifying about the nizik harishon and the nizik hasheni. Oh, must be that it's about muadus. That they would have had to figure out. So the Gemara is miyashev that even if that 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 uh, that you can that if you say liyuditura, this brisa actually does make sense because the third group has to be aware that uh, that they're coming to testify about muadus the kamaramzi rumuze because they're bringing maramis to each other we see that they're all in cahoots with each other that they're all coming together and they know exactly what they're there for or ravashi amr ritsufim that all the groups come at the same time to Bezdin. so it's obvious that they're all coming together or third possibility ravina amar bimakirin balashar vein makirin asashar that it could be that the adim know who the balashar is but they don't know which shar is the one that did it and therefore they can't say we were Coming to Mikhaiv Khatinezik of Tamus, because if you're only coming to Mikhaiv Khatinezik, you would need to identify exactly which shar it was, because the Allah is that Tam pays Khatinezik Megufo. And you can only pay Megufo if you know which shar it was. So from the fact that they're saying we don't even know which shar it was, so it must be that they understood that they were coming to make it a muad. So it says, but if they don't know which shar it was, how could they be made and warn the Bailim to guard his shar? We don't know which uh, shar was the shar nagach. So it says, that they could tell him, you got to watch them all. Meaning, you know that you have a dangerous shore among your flock, so watch them all. And therefore, it would be enough to make it a, uh, a muad. Okay, so now the Gemara brings another suffix. If let's say I take your dog and I rile up your dog and get it to attack, uh, somebody else, not you. I get it to attack somebody else. So I'm Mishasa, your dog, and somebody else. Mishasa vada, uh, so ma, what's it? Mishasa vada pater. So I'm pater because I'm only a grama benizikin. So I'm not doing a mitzvah, terrible thing. I shouldn't rile up a dog and have it attack somebody else, even if it's not my dog. But I'm definitely pater because it's only grama benizikin. Bal kel of mine. What about the dog owner? Is the dog owner chayiv? Do we say that the bal kel can say, uh, what did I do? <laughs> 
if you wouldn't have riled up my dog, my dog is the calmest dog in the world, it wouldn't have done anything, if not for the fact that you were taunting it and causing it to, to get all riled up. Or maybe we say to the guy, you know that if he gets riled up, it will then damage, so you shouldn't have allowed it to just stay there in Rosh Hashanah, where you know someone could, ta- could take it and rile it up. The implication is that he has to know that when it gets riled up, it would, uh, that it would damage, that he, uh, that he doesn't think that his dog will stay calm no matter how much pressure you apply to it. But uh, so the Gemara tries to be poshate the suffix from our Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, Vitam, what makes an animal go back to being a tam? According to our mayor, that children mess around with it and he doesn't do anything. Ooh, but it sounds like if the children mess around with it and then the animal is no geach, you're going to be chayef for that negicha, even though the negicha only happened because kids were taunting it and, and causing it to get wild and to get all worked up. Well, wait a second. Can't he say that uh, I had nothing to do with that? You know, the, the kids were the ones that caused that to happen. So shouldn't he be potter? So must be. You see that the balakelev is chayef when someone else riles up his dog and causes it to, to damage. So I'm Rabbi, Rabbi says, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't say that in the Mishnah. Mikatani Naga Chayiv? Does it say in the Mishnah that if the animal Taka does gore, that the Baal Hashar is going to be Chayiv? That's a diuk you're making. Maybe not. Dilma Hanagach Lavitam Maybe if it does gore, it's not a tam. It didn't go back to becoming a tam. But in a chanami, on that negicha, I'm not going to be chayv because that negicha was a result of the kids taunting it. Meaning the opportunity to become a tam comes when kids start taunting it and it doesn't do anything. If it reacts when the kids uh, start taunting it, so it doesn't become a tam. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be chayv on that negicha. It just remains a mood for any future negicha that it might do. So Tashimah says, let's try to bring a not from our Mishnah, but from a different Mishnah. Mishnah appears in Masech Sanhedrin. We already quoted this Mishnah yesterday. Is that Shisabo as Hakelev, Shisabo Nachash. If a person is Mishasa Hakelev on someone else or a Nachash on someone else, and it kills that somebody else, so Pater, the Mishasa is Pater from an Onash Misa because he's only a Grama. But my love, Pater Mishasa Vechayv Balkelev, doesn't that mean that the Mishasa is Pater, but the Balkelev or the Balnachash is going to be Chayiv? So the so the Gemara says, no, that doesn't it doesn't mean that Ema Pater Af Mishasa. Maybe it's a double Pash that the Balkelev or the Balnachash is going to be Pater because they didn't do anything. But even the Mishasa is going to be Pater. That's the Chiddush. Amarava Imtim Slom Mishasa Kalbush Chaver Chaver Chayiv. If you were to argue in our Shaila that if I take your dog and I sick it on someone else, that you're going to be chayiv, she so hu ba'atzmo. What if I rile up your dog and your dog attacks me uh, as I'm riling it up? So pater. Then you're not going to that you're not going to have to pay for. So my time, why? Because call The rule is when you do something that you're not allowed to do, and it's an unusual thing to do, and then then the, uh, a shinoi happens in, in in the way it damages. So uh, the the the, uh, the 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 the, uh, the the second guy, the second owner, is going to be pater, even though we, the, what what its animal did, what his animal did, was shalom So here also the mishasa was mishana because what's he riling up a dog for? 
So even though it's not expected for a dog to, to damage, uh, but uh, but the balakelev is going to be is is going to be potter. Amleir of Papa the Rava, Rav Papa says to Rava, that's your taina. But it Rav Shmei Reish Lakish Kavaseich, you should know Reish Lakish already says like you. Dam Reish Lakish Shtei Parus Berushus Rabim. Let's say you have two cows in Berushus Rabim. Achas Ravutza Viachz Malechas. One is crouching, which is an unusual thing for an animal to do in Rosh Hashanah, and the other one's walking along its way. Ubata Malechas Peravutza. And then the one that's walking just gives a zet. He kicks the revutza. So that's a karen. That's an unusual thing for the animal to do. With kavana la'azik is going to kick the revutza, but the revutza was also doing an unusual thing. So petur, it's going to be potter. Why is it potter? Because kalamishana barchavashina bows potter. The animal did a shinoi, and then another animal came and did another shinoi on that, and it's damaging of it. Revutza about ma'aleches chayeves. But if the revutza kicks the ma'aleches, then it's going to be chayev because the ma'aleches was not mishana. Just did a regular thing was just walking by. Samalei, Rava says back to Rav Papa, You think you're helping me out by bringing a raya from a shlakish that called Mishanu Bakr Mishinabo Potter? In that case that you're bringing, I actually disagree. I think that uh, that you're going to be mechayev the bailim of the malachas. You don't apply the principle of kol mishana in such a case. Why? We say to him, yeah, your parah has rishus to walk by this road, uh, even as my uh, my parah is lying there uh, revutsa on the ground. Be less of Rushusa, but it has no Rushus to be Mevait in my para. And if you did so, then uh, you're Chayiv, the the, like, like any other para that, that, that's Bowit. Mukayosef ex- explains what he means to say is that the cloud of Kalmashan of Bakr of Shinabo Pater is only when in the Makum that, uh, that the, 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 the is only in a situation where the first one's Shinoi caused the second one's Nezek. Meaning uh, the, the first one's Shinoi of being Meshasa the Kelev caused the Kelev to, to bite. But over here, the Ravutza didn't cause the animal to walk by to give it a kick. So that, that has nothing to do with it. So that's not called the Mishnah of Bachar Vashina Bo Pater. Okay, but from tomorrow, we'll pick up at the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavtal and Beis. Have a great day, everybody.